Hello. What's good? All right, we're gonna start. So, Maddox. So, welcome uh, to my second podcast. Um, so let's begin. So, black women have point. Wait, cut off. I'm sorry. <laughs> what are you so, welcome. <laughs> so, welcome to my second podcast. I have two guests with me. Can you introduce yourself? All right, my name's Anthony. What's up, everybody? What's going on? What it takes? All right, so on the second episode, do black men cheat? So black women have coined the phrase, niggas ain't shit, but is that the reality of black men? On this episode, we will take a deep dive into black male perspective about society, political figures, race in America, dating, hip-hop culture, and more. So, all right, let's get into the nitty gritty. Do black men cheat? No. <laughs> Make sure you're speaking close to the mic. Maddox, go ahead. You take the lead. No, black men don't cheat, especially the good ones. Like, so why don't you cheat? What What makes you not want to cheat? I think that's the question. Oh, uh, well, you got you a good woman. You don't want to lose that. That's why you don't cheat. Mm. I think, like Maddox said, the good the good men don't cheat. Um, unfortunately, people only care about the trash dudes, and so that's all they talk about. All right, so we're going to break it down. Have you guys ever cheated? Me personally? No, I haven't. Haven't and what made you not want to cheat just because it will have looked bad on you, or you just didn't want to go down that route? Um, a little bit of everything, and I guess like my family, I have a very stable family, so marriage is like a big part of my family. Uh, my grandparents have been married like 30 something years, my aunt and uncle, they've been married about like 15 16 years. So when I see marriage, the only thing that I see from it is like good. I don't see cheating, infidelity, lies, scandals. I don't see that. So, you know, it's something that you look up to and that you don't want to do. So I don't do it because I want to be like that. Mm, okay. So you're trying to... What'd you say, Maddox? My parents been together 27 years. I, I believe in longevity, too. Do you think that's possible now at times because we see that marriage is failing? I think it's still possible in our times, but I think that people are too childish and scared to take it as seriously as they did, you know, in the previous decades. I think that's the main problem. So you think people are quick to give up? Yeah, because it's super easy to to give up, especially in today's time. It's a lot harder to stay committed because, you know, back in the day, that was a thing. Staying committed, you know, figuring shit out, becoming really becoming one, a couple. But like now, all you got to do is block somebody and you'll never hear from them again, theoretically. Some people are smart as hell. They get around it. But, you know, theoretically, you block somebody, you move on. So and people are quick to they're very quick to quit. Um, so continue on dating Maddox what do you think about it um, so we were just talking about how you know marriages aren't their longevity isn't seen in today's time as it was in the past um, do you have any like thoughts that contribute to it you said do I have anybody that that what no do you have any thoughts or ideas on why like marriage isn't isn't this idea of like longevity oh pretty much nowadays bro people don't fight for anything anymore like you're just so willing to give up so easily like one little problem you're just giving up on it that's that's another reason why our stuff don't last people don't fight for anything anymore so what do you think so what problems would you think could attribute to a person not wanting to fight of course you know how back in the day like don't get me wrong like back in the day you know a lot of people used to cheat and shit like that and then next thing you know they'll wait a little bit then they get back together you know they marry somehow get stronger and stuff like that nowadays you cheat I'm done and find somebody else 
Yeah, so you think people... So, for example, like, you think women or men should, like, tolerate cheating? I don't, like, I don't feel like you should you tolerate know? it, but, like, that's kind of tough. That's kind of tough, bro. I, I really don't know. I don't know what I would do in the situation. Yeah. It's it's so hard when you talk about cheating, though, because it's, 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 it's tough to tell somebody, hey, this person cheated on you, take them back. But then at the same token, we're like, but don't give up so quickly. So... I feel like it's one of those things where it's like you just gotta really know that person, because some you know we all make mistakes and all mistakes are are different, of course. But it's like if you know that person can change from that, then take them back. But if you honestly don't think it, then don't do it. It's just you you, you gotta know. Um, and like I said, cheating is one of those bigger things. It's not like somebody lied about I don't know going out with their friends or some stuff like that. To where you could just kind of get over it it's something that's very big so it takes it does take a big person um to take a man or woman back after they cheated yeah women are more acceptable to uh taking a uh, guy back I, yeah i don't think guys are more accepting today why not so there's a double standard so why aren't guys more i guess forgiving anthony because- i'll let you take the lead on that one um i think it's it's kind of one of those not to not to kind of say possessive type things but it's like you see the woman that you're with is like your woman so when she she's not to say that hold on maddie are you eating no i'm not oh i hear like some i don't know i'm sorry i'm around i got like bad connection man i just love work okay it's okay. We gonna push through. Yeah, yeah. We gonna push through. Um, but um, not to say that. We do them, but it's just dudes don't like the thought of somebody else entering what they think is theirs. If you kind of catch my drift. Factual. Yeah. So we're yeah. in territory now. <laughs> What'd you say? I said women are uh, territory. <laughs> It's not a, it's not like it's not like uh, they're an object or something like that. But that's like your woman. That's it's your girlfriend. It's not she's not everybody else's girlfriend. So you don't want everybody else viewing or doing to your girlfriend what you want to do to them. And then it's like when they do what you don't want them to do, you kind of just it's like a it's like a disconnect. And not to say that women don't yeah, feel you the fall same back, way. You lose interest because you know women don't want a whole bunch of girls on their guy. So you know I think it's the same thing. Just you know. From two different perspectives, because nobody wants their their significant other to to be with the opposite sex. But it all. So do you think? Oh, uh, I was gonna say it always comes off as like a possession or possessive thing when it's it's not. It's just that, you know, it's your girlfriend. So. Um. Do you think that? The foundation isn't set forth in like relationships. Uh, well, if you don't have a good foundation with anything you're you're doing, it's going to crumble. So relationship added as well. You got to start on a good foundation. Facts. So, what does that look like from like the male perspective? Man, nowadays that's kind of hard. That's kind of hard. Um. Again, I feel like, you know, it depends on the people um, because some people I've seen some people, you know, they they talk, they dated for like two, three weeks, got into a relationship and they're still together. I have friends. They've been married for two years, but they became boyfriend and girlfriend after like a month. And it works for them. I have some people who dated for like six, seven months before they finally became a couple and they're still together. But then vice versa, I have people who broken up, too. So I feel like it just depends on the two people. But they have to communicate it because if the communication isn't there then yeah the relationship is going to be doomed from the start okay um my next question is how long do you think a guy should wait before having sex with the female all right i'll take the lead on oh. this one <laughs> go ahead buddy <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I don't feel like it's really no time limit. I don't, I don't feel like you should have to wait a long ass time. You gotta know what you're getting yourself into, me personally. But I'm okay with waiting if that's what she wanna do. 
But then again, I'm also definitely okay if I'm getting on first night or whatever it is. So what's so what is a good amount of time versus oh this shit's too long I can't do it. The moment it's not really it's, yeah it's not really a time limit, bro. Like especially if you really fucking with the, messing with the person, you should be all right. I, I feel like it's cool. You you were it's worth the wait. Yeah, because if you really if you really actually do care about the girl, then that time is not gonna be a factor to you. You you won't care because you actually like the girl, not just besides her vagina. But if you don't like care about her at all, then that's all you're gonna think about is like when she's gonna let me hit because that's all you wanna do. And then again, when you see a girl, you know for sure what you what you, what your intentions are with her. Nine times out of ten. Yeah. You know what you wanna do. If I look at you like I just want some ass or something like that, that's all I want. Like I ain't trying to wait. You making me wait a week, I'm leaving. I mean, yeah, that's honestly how it is. Okay. Like, uh, oh my God. Go ahead. Go, I mean, it's it's the truth though. Like he ain't he ain't lying. Like any like I said, a dude knows when he really wants to make that girl his girlfriend or date her seriously. He'll wait as long as it takes because he actually cares about her. But when you don't give a fuck about a female, dudes dudes aren't trying to wait like that because they already don't care about her in that light. So they feel so like they've already made up their mind, like they don't care at all, or are they just just trying to bust a nut and then migrate somewhere else. Yeah, pretty much. You can pretty much tell when you first start texting. You know that because you know once I get your number, I'm trying to be with you that same night. I'm trying to see where your head is. All right. So on to the next topic. Um race in America. So with all this stuff that's going on in today's society, um, we have like the mistreatment of black people like on the news. We just heard that um, our black and brown people are being um, we're being affected the most in the pandemic. So like as a black man living in America, how do you protect your mental space and your mental peace with like all the disparities going on and the racism in America. You just can't live in fear. Yeah. Can you expound on that? Like, like, you know, I understand, like, we all going through this, that, and other. But, like, once you start living life in fear, you start being, start to worry about it. You start thinking about it too much. And that's when stuff, bad stuff starts to happen. So I try not to live my life like that. I continue to live my life the exact same way I was doing before all this crazy stuff was going on. Yeah, I uh, definitely do agree with Maddox. You can't you can't live in fear, but you also gotta kind of find like something that brings you joy, happiness, and peace, so that as you go through life, you don't go crazy. Because being a black man in America is hard. Being a black man anywhere is hard. You know, you see in China where black people are getting kicked out of their homes and they can't even go to restaurants because they said they're the reason of the coronavirus. So, like, it, it's tough being black anywhere in the world. So, with that being said, you got to find that joy in your life and go for that. So, like he said, you know, once you start living in fear, you you we already crippled being black, and now you're scared on top of that. So, it makes it that much harder for you. Do you think, um, like, in America, like, black men, it's almost, because in my perspective, I see it's kind of like, it's kind of like a two-sided, like, on, a, on one hand, like, we're being, like, harassed, we're being, um, we have experiences with prejudice and racism, but then on the other side, you see, like, non-blacks almost kind of being culture virtues and taking in our culture um sometimes like being black is fetishized and so like what do you what are your thoughts on that on that for example like you have like white people want to say the n-word but you know i know rihanna she said in one of her students that you know if your friends who are not black you know they want to be around you like you know my fight your fight should be their fight yeah, that's true. But I mean, if we really want to talk about the N-word, you know, being honest, nobody should say it. And you shouldn't say just because you're black, you're allowed to say it. 
when the word itself was derived as something derogatory towards black or brown people. So we're going to be technical about it. Nobody should say it. That's the honest answer. But because we as a society have made so much money off the term now, and we've kind of turned it to something different in our eyes, we see it as okay to call each other that when truth be told, we shouldn't say it. That's that's just the honest truth. We just don't like to say that because no one wants to just admit that we're wrong for coining the phrase and turn it into something that it, it wasn't. And that's why the other races, well, I can say the other races, can, again, no one should say it, but that's why the white people and stuff like that say it too. Um, because if you're gonna call yourself something derogatory to each other, then clearly it's almost like we don't respect ourselves enough to not say it. Not saying that you know people don't respect themselves, but like I said, we technically shouldn't be saying the word, but we all say it. I know I say it. You know, I've heard Maddox say it. You say it. Like we all say it, but we man, I say it, it faithfully, man. <laughs> He's like, I feel hey, like it. I feel like good. it kills me. Yeah, I feel like it kills me when Mexicans say it more than black people. I don't have an issue with Mexicans saying it because I'm mean, like we've all had different struggles and I don't want to compare like like the black struggle to being a Mexican American and their struggle um, but we have similar struggles you know but I think kind of what Anthony said like the phrase has been coined and it has been capitalized on so as a result we're going to continue to use it you know, because no one's saying cracker. Like, we're not saying that because, like, you can't capitalize on it. So, but the N-word has been a very profitable word. And so, like, that's why we continue to use it. Because mm, if we didn't make any money off the word, I promise you we wouldn't say it. Okay. Now, moving on to some political figures. Um, so, Martin Luther King said, our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter. What is something that matters to you and is passionate about? How has your passion inspired you? Uh, Max, you want to go first or you want me to take it? No, nah, I want you to take it. All right, that's cool. I'm not really big on politics. Um, well, I guess as far as the passion side, um, I'm very passionate about building my own brand. Um, I really don't believe necessarily in working for people all my life. Um, so I want to do things for myself. Like I'm in the process, well, before all this started, I was in the process of trying to open up my own nightclub in Houston. I want to do something a little different than the current things that we have available to us in Houston. Um, I am big on real estate, uh, property investment, stuff like that. So I was kind of dipping into that and less into working a traditional nine to five. Um, Cause I just, I don't, I feel like it kind of like changed you down and holds you down. I don't want to live the traditional American life of you go to school, spend all this money in school and then work to pay bills. I don't want to work to pay bills. Um, I want to, like I said, build my own brand and then travel and see the world. That's how I envision my life. That's what I'm passionate about, and that's what I'm focused on doing. Hey, but at the end of the day, man, you're still working to pay bills regardless. You get your own business. You're still paying bills. Until the point where your money makes itself, and then you're really not doing anything. The richest people in the world hardly yeah, true. work. Man, that, that's true, but they still paying somebody at the end of the day. I mean, yeah, we all have to pay somebody, but it's a difference between, like, you working to pay bills and then you making a choice, well, I want this, so I have to. Not like, well, I, yeah, like the, yeah, like I need to keep like the guy on. from Amazon. Yeah. Like, he ain't got to worry about shit. Exactly. So everything that he does, honestly, he does it out of us. Uh, I guess if I want to. Not like I have to. Like I need these lights on. Like I need this electricity on. Like you know. Yeah. I, I agree with everything you said with that, bro. I like that. Thank you. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <is> so funny. <laughs> um, hey, man, I just be chilling. Um, I guess from my perspective, I don't know. I'm really big on, like, I guess, perspective taking and, like, with this whole podcast and just, like, kind of understanding, like, different perspectives from different people 
just to be more well-rounded because I feel like a lot of times like I'm in my own bubble and I can be very ignorant or just misinformed about other things in society and so as a result you know I've kind of created this podcast to just have different discussions um, that pertains to really any topic Um, how has my passion inspired me well obviously like I'm doing this podcast um, you know I'm really big on like dialogue and conversation Any more, Maddox? Or uh, he, you know, said everything you wanted to say? Yeah, he said pretty much everything I wanted to say when it come to that. He, he summed it all up. Okay, so the second question, uh, you're going to take it. So Malcolm X said, I have more respect for a man who lets me know where he stands, even if he's wrong, than the one who comes up like an angel and is nothing but a devil. It's honestly a trait that we as society struggle with. Go ahead, Maddox. That respect me. Well, let me know. Uh, at the end of the day, well, I feel like you should. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mac, go ahead, take this. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Um, we should all be honest um, in a perfect world we would all be honest all the time but that's a lie no we're not we're not honest all the time um, I try to be as honest as I can be with everything that I can but it sucks because honesty does backfire on you sometimes um, you can tell somebody a, a, a cool lie and it may not even be over something like big um, but you can tell somebody a lie to make them feel better um, to not hurt them you know something like that I mean even though it's wrong you care more about the person than getting the truth out so I think with society uh, when you play that factor into it though we do struggle a bit with it but not just wait say that one more time okay my bad but yeah we struggle with it as a society not because we're bad people um, for the most part I always try to believe in positivity so I don't person um, but I think that we choose to lie in situations to not hurt so any situation that will result in someone being hurt uh, more times than not we lie and even though it isn't a good thing because depending on what they're lying about it could be something small or big obviously um, we still do that to not hurt we definitely do it as a, as a society Uh, I just feel like, man, you just got to be straight up with whatever's going on. Like, I, I feel like it's really like if you got a problem or something with somebody, you should go ahead and just let it be known. But, you know, nowadays people rather not say anything because you're sparing feelings and stuff like that because people are very sensitive. They are. And then once you start telling people the truth or stuff like that, they look at you different just because they can't handle it and then later on they wind up realizing like damn they was actually on to something which of course you never you never not too often you're gonna just admit somebody was just right for you telling you how they feel about a situation or you could have done this differently or whatever people prefer you to continue to lie to them like max said because they sensitive Mm mm-hmm Now, I, I get in trouble a lot about that, man. I, I I tend to say some of the wrong things. Well, in my mind, it's okay, but, you know, I don't really be caring how people feel, and I feel like that's wrong sometimes. So, back to what I was saying earlier, you be sparing people's feelings because people are very yeah. sensitive. It's a, it's a thin line, and the not to hurt their feelings versus lying because you're just an ain't shit person. Yeah. Yeah, I see no no purpose of just consistently lying all the time. You gotta be honest, because you one lie, you gotta bring up another lie to go along with it. Mm-hmm. You know what they say. Um, 
what they say. Oh, uh, I was trying to be trying to be cute with it. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that saying like something like uh, you got a lie to cover up another lie? Then it's just yes. I don't know the saying per se, but you know, it's it's that. No, yeah, and then I'm forgetful. I'll, I've tried to be that person, but I can't. Like it, it's it's too much work trying to remember lies. So I'm like, fuck it. If, if I hurt your feelings by telling the truth, I'm sorry, but I just I just don't have enough patience to, to keep lying to people. Being mother be like, why you want to talk to me? You just wasn't interested, man. That's it. You just gotta tell them. I just wasn't interested. <laughs> you know. And honestly, being direct too, I feel like that's something I struggle with. Um, not even in within dating position, like in general, just like say what you mean and mean what you say. Um, in a very direct mm-hmm. way that's kind of, that's both like respectful but on the same note it's like you know this is where I stand on this and you know yeah so, but then it, go, it goes to what uh, to what Maddox said too like some people are just very sensitive like you and unfortunately you can't like like I can talk to Maddox one way because me and Maddox are cool so we've been a little bit of a connection but like some random person I can't talk to them the same way I talk to Maddox because one I don't know them and two they may be more sensitive so you just kind of got to pick that balance. I still don't think you should lie, but you should figure out a way to tell the truth to them in a way that they will understand and respect it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. So in our last question, for topic number two, Malcolm X said, history is a people's memory, and without a memory, man is demoted to the lower animals. Do you think our lack of understanding ourselves and where we originally came from has somehow affected us and our ability to be more united? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, like, even, like, if you want to talk about, like, I guess, like, I guess people born in Africa versus, like, you know, Blacks born in America, like, the Africans look down on regular Black people. They do. Like, they look at... Yeah, I think we're lazy and less than, and it's like, it's not our fault that we were put on ships, slave ships, our ancestors, and forced to come over here. Like, we didn't just wake up and say, hey, put me on the ship and let's ride. Like, it, it, <laughs> it, it forcibly happened. But it's because of the narrative that the media plays on, on Black people. You don't honestly sue too many Black people in, like, the light. They don't talk about the doctors, the lawyers, then it's, you know, people doing stuff in a positive light. It's always... Jerome and his friends robbed the liquor store. That's all you see. So Africans look at us and that's all they see. They see the rappers, you know, sagging their parents' chains, talking about how they just screw with women, got money, sell drugs, all that. That's all they see, so that's all they choose to believe. So... But it's crazy because you got a lot of them, they want to be black. They do, they and that's the crazy thing. They want to. I tell people all the time, everybody wants to low-key be black. Everybody does. Every race wants to low-key be black. They take a lot of our style, like you said, uh, culture vultures. They take a lot of it, but then they don't give the credit behind it. They don't say, hey, this black girl or this black boy, you know, this is the person who originated it. They just say, oh, I did it because I'm white. It's more special. But everybody wants to be black. Can you blame them, though? We're amazing. It's because because we're amazing, man. We got like 10 different uh, shades to our skin color, man. Exactly. We just, we just all good, man. Like everybody, they know black people are very strong at the end of the day, especially once we start uh, uniting together, like getting together, bro, yeah. we can be super strong, but black people don't like to see They don't. Black people the do moment that. black people of all, all black people, not just like in America, not just Africa, all over the world. The moment we decide to come together and be like, hey, we gonna stop all this petty stuff that we do. Like we will literally be able to do anything. Yeah, man, look, black people can't stay together. You see how you got a lot of Hispanic families? You got seven families in one house. They pay that one house off. Whoever needed the most, they get the house. The next people, they keep going house mm-hmm. to house to house. Black people can't do that. No, you're absolutely right. We do. We argue They're too like, much. You trying to stay here with me? No. Nope. Exactly. Yeah, then, you know, black people don't give you no space. You ain't got no privacy. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Not even in the bathroom with the dough lock. They yanking on the dough. Come on, man. But I remember, like, like how you said that... Um, it was my church was doing like this giveaway of bikes um and i was helping out with it and when we finished the service we started sending the bikes and it was just like lines and lines of hispanic people and i'm like damn i was asking them you know 
do y'all come to the church? Like, who told you about this? Oh, my friend told me, and then my friend told their friend, and my friend told their friend. Like, with Hispanics, I will say that they're a culture that will help each other out as much as they possibly can. They all come together for a main goal versus with black people. Oh, I'm only gonna tell two people, but then that person ain't gonna tell because they're secretly jealous of the family, so you can't get a bite. Like, it's so stupid and petty. It's kind of like this, man. You know how you got a ja- nice ass jacket on or something like this. You ask, hey, where you get that from? Man, I don't know. Somebody got it from Okay. Me. Like, come on now. Just because you don't want to see nobody else with it. Like, I, I completely understand that because I do it sometimes too, but we got to stop with this. Stop being so petty. A messing person will help you out so quick and tell you, oh, yeah, man, my, my cousin do this. They always got a they cousin or family member that, that do everything. And will help you out in a heartbeat. But with us, nah, uh-uh. We... It's, it's very few, I ain't gonna say that it's very few, but it's bad that you see more people on the wrong side of that than on the right side, I should say. Especially in Houston, Thank too, you. man. <clears throat> what you think, Lee? Um, I think definitely us being stripped of our like history has affected us um for example like jesus was born and he had curly hair and you know he had like ethnic skin which is brown skin basically and they kind of like painted him as this like white god when damn well you know he's of he's ethnic he's a brown skin so just you know white people rewriting our history the fact that We have, like, obviously, like, we go through injustices, and it's always, like, the most marginalized people fighting for Black people. Um, so I think we kind of have to, like, let go of society, like, norms, and as a unite as a Black, as a Black unit, and be more unified with each other. Um, for example, like, I would say, like, you know, like, obviously, like, like, I'm gay, but like you have like other black men that's like I guess kind of like prejudiced towards you know black gay people and like that instance right there is just like damn like we could be as a unit you know of like black brother we could be more it could be more of us or it could be better enriching we could have, we could have a thriving society but because of like people's prejudices or people not knowing one thing or the other they kind of prejudice you know um to to each other to our to ourselves basically and I had a question, and I was talking to a friend, and and we were talking about like the Black Lives Movement, and sometimes people say that, but they don't they don't include like everyone within like the Black community. And when we say everyone, we mean like the person down to like the trans who are like the most marginalized people, and they and they're getting the most pushback, and they're you know getting. Um, and they're the ones that too many suicide are being killed because of like their identity. So I definitely think like as a black race, we have, I mean, we've, we've come so far, but we still have like a long way to go as far as just being united and just, you know, just revel in our blackness and we're like, okay, we're both black. We're going to help each other out. We're going to get, we're going to push through. We're going to make it to the end goal. It's cold out. So that's kind of my thought on it yeah it's it's a lot like if we just talk about like just what we do as a culture that'll literally be a whole episode for you right there and then some we definitely should you should definitely look into that man i think that'll be a pretty cool little uh mm-hmm. segment because that discussion needs more than just like one segment that's literally a whole episode oh uh, yeah i have some friends um one's nigerian and i was actually gonna do an episode with her about her culture and coming to the states <clears throat> and like kind of unpacking that um but moving on to our last topic which is hip-hop culture um can you guys talk about the, i know a lot of times like hip-hop is painted as like this negative imagery in society um but can you kind of like expound on some of the positivity of hip-hop and then we're going to talk about drake and female rappers Man, hip-hop really just changed the culture for everything, man. That right there made everybody want to be different and express themselves. Because before hip-hop, nobody was really expressing themselves. You really go back and look at it. 
when hip hop came out, it, it created a big platform for, for people to, like you said, express themselves, show a different side of themselves that people may not have known, show how creative they could be. You know, because when you get when you get a, a artist who's like an actual lyricist and stuff like that, they they say things that sit there and make you think about it, you know, two, three weeks down the road until it like hits you like, man, this person really said that. Oh, I didn't get that before. That was clever. That was smart. Like it shows how smart people really can be. Yeah, man, we got so many different types of hip hop nowadays. Like hip hop just expanded. Like all these other genres, bro, it's not mm-hmm. the and it's something that's it. And some kind of form of fashion. Yeah, some kind of form of fashion they want to incorporate hip hop into whatever they got yep. going on. And R and B also. Yep, and it's something that's forever expanding. It's always changing. Yeah, every so many years there's always something different. Everybody else still sound all, all the other genres the genres still pretty much sound the same. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of hip hop and the evolution of hip hop, what do y'all think about like females rappers such as Megan Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj and Cardi, and how what they're doing and how that representation is impacting the community? Yeah, I respect them, especially exactly. Megan because she's from I'm gonna Houston. I'm gonna rep the Houston ones, but no, yeah, that it's it, it's good to see that like uh, artists, you know, female artists that aren't afraid of the the moment. Uh, the shine, the good and the bad that comes with it, you know, not just the Megan, but like how you said, the Cardi, you know, all all of them, look him, all of them. It's always good to see that. And you, yeah, it is. It is good, but you know, women women got it hard, like kind of in the rap game, because like like for example, Megan Thee Stallion. Every time you think of her, you think about turkin and shit. People don't like that, but that's the way she expresses herself. So let her be what she want to do. Yeah, I mean, let her wanna, do what she, she want to do. Twerk. By, by no means am I stopping it because I like watching but <laughs> um, <laughs> you you gotta let the, the person choose to express themselves in a manner in which that they want to express it and even if you disagree with it per se the problem comes when you don't respect the person like you can just like not like the music that's fine like no one's forcing you to like it but then to talk down on her disrespect her that's a problem mm-hmm. that's not called for so do you think um Like, as far as, like, you know, she received, like, some negative feedback. So we see that, like, people are always policing women, sometimes black women. I mean, sometimes black men, but sometimes just men in general. Like, for example, um, Snoop Dogg made a comment recently about Ari Lennox um, referring to her to wear her natural hair. Um, Why do you think that men are always, I guess, targeting black women and for example like Megan Thee she had to I guess prove herself like she did I believe she did a ton of freestyle raps um, during her interviews when she was like I guess up and coming um, just to prove herself and prove her worth in the rap game so like why do you think women have to go that extra mile because they try to make them live up to what guys are doing they don't feel like women can just really just be legit rappers and that's I don't feel like that's fair fair to women. And back to the thing with the coat, like natural hair. Of course, I like natural hair, but if that's what the, uh, the way the woman expresses herself by wearing weave or whatever she like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's cool. As long as she looks good, as long as she look good. But I'm with Matt. I like the yeah, girls I'm, with the passion twist, though. I'm with that. That's, that's, that's what that's what me. makes me love black women so much. Just the the way they the switch up they can do like on a day to day basis. Like the the versatility of how they change their hair, like nothing beats that a, a black woman with natural hair, in my opinion. Now, if you want to wear your wigs, wear your weave, lace fronts, the winds, whatever, be my guest. Wear it just like like Maddox said. Like make sure it looks good, because I will tell you to go back home and change or, or redo it. I have no problem with that. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, and you know what? We 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 need a woman opinion. Hold on. You know what? We do need like a woman perspective on this little situation. Go ahead and speak on it. Lee. Yeah. Hello, Lee. Oh, no, you, you mind if I drop somebody in? Come on, a woman man. perspective. Come on. She about to talk. Hold on. 
Hold on, hold on. My bad. We have a couple technical differences over here. Difficulties. We're going to commercial break. Hey, hey guys. How you doing? Hey, Lee. What's up? Hey, Matt. How are y'all? That's great. So, I guess the topic is female rappers, right? Like in the male industry. Okay. Females, rappers, and basically how sometimes men, um, they try to police women a lot of times. Like, for example, Anthony talked about how, uh, like, Megan got a lot of flack for twerking, and Ari Lennox, she got flack for wearing um, natural hair. Mm. Weave, and when she wasn't wearing her natural hair, when she's known for wearing natural hair. Mm. So that's the topic. Well, I just feel like in general, the, the hip hop industry or rap industry is very male oriented. So you have to see how they come up and see how they're going to come and take their own, like have their own voice in that industry, you know? So what they're doing, I see no problem with it. I have respect for all three of them. Uh, who are- Megan, Cardi, and we were talking about Nikki. bottom she had a little video on twitter twitter talking about uh you know the video that she she's known for and she came from that and came all the way here like she's a millionaire she just you have utmost respect for a, a woman like that so you just gotta respect their game their passion what they're doing in this male oriented world basically that's every woman you know not just rappers people in healthcare in business and in whatever industry you're in, it's very male oriented. So any woman trying to come up in the game gotta be respected. That's true. Mm, tough, 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 yeah. tough. That was good. That was very good. That was all right, moving to our last question. Um what do y'all think about culture virtues and do you think black men entertain them? And if so, do you think it's disrespectful to black women? For example, we have like the girl from Catch Me Outside. Bad um, hell yeah. Um, we have women on Instagram that blackfish. Um, we have um, women um, that I guess are praised for having cornrows in their hair, but when a black woman does it, it's considered ghetto. So, what do you guys thought of thoughts about it? Do you think black women, black men, in a sense, praise? Um, culture versus culture, culture vultures. I don't feel like we should praise it at all. Like I don't, I don't like what they got going on. For for example, that bad baby, bad Barbie, whatever that girl that catch me outside, girl. Come on now, she want to be black so bad. And she she better like, go get a whole tan. She man. is black. Like, come on now, I I don't agree with none of that. The white people trying to be black, man. Stay your be yourself. Mm-hmm. Be pale. Yeah, exactly. Like and, yeah, no, no, that is true though, because it happens all the time. And like even, even like with that white girl who uh got famous for doing the black girls TikTok dance, and they didn't even want to give her credit for her making the dance, but the white girl was getting all the shine. Was the NBA All Star Weekend, all of this, but she didn't even create the dance. And it's crazy, man. White people always uh, taking black people credit, man. Black people do a lot of stuff, and we don't get our credit for it until later on they find out that we actually did it. We'll like KFC credits. for yeah, like KFC for example, you know damn well a white man ain't putting no herbs and spices in that chicken. He got that from <laughs> one of the slaves, <laughs> and then took his idea. We don't ever get our credit until we did. Didn't somebody actually say that? I don't know who said that, but I believe it's true. Black people never get the credit that they deserve, especially from other black people. We never get our credit until we die. Then people want to be like, oh, oh, oh. Case in point, like how every time we would go out to the club after Pop Smoke died, all you would hear was his songs. But y'all were barely playing them when he was alive. Nipsey too. Nobody yep. was bumping Nipsey until he died. Yep. Then people want to, oh, I'm a nip. Oh, no, you're not, man. Come on now. You're everybody a fan of you when you did. Yep. And why is that, though? Do you think we as a society have this? Why do we celebrate the dead, but when they're living, they're kind of they're ignored for some reason man everybody just want to say that they know this person or was on this person first and i honestly don't know why yeah i don't know either because like 
people like for instance with Twitter, everybody was a was his favorite artist and stuff like that. But when it, when he was alive, you didn't have one song on your phone. Now all of a sudden you had all thirteen of his albums or whatever, whatever. Nah, don't do that. Like even if you wasn't a fan, it's cool if you wasn't a fan. You can still be upset and sad that a black man died tragically. You can be sad for that, but don't say, "Oh, I was I was his biggest fan" because you weren't. Like everybody, I, oh man, I've been there since day one. Been a fan since day one. I told people like I only I my, me me personally like when Nip died, I was sad that he passed away. But as far as his music, I didn't listen to it that much. I knew a couple of songs, but I'm not saying I knew all of his albums word for word. No, I'm not, I'm not going to cap and lie like that. I knew a couple of songs. I was sad, like I said, that a black man passed away so tragically who was trying to make a difference in his community. That was made me upset. But as far as his music, I didn't listen to it like that. And again, not to say that he was a bad artist. It's just I didn't listen to him. See, I, I started listening to him because I heard a song by him and Drake. And then next thing you know, I heard about him trying to sell his mixtapes. And I was like, man, let me check out this dude. Let me see if this dude really that cold. He's been selling mixtapes. So once I started jamming him, I actually did enjoy more music. But then again, it just hit a little bit harder once he died. Like, you, it, you looked at it, his lyrics differently. Yeah. I know what you mean. All right. Um, that is all. Um, thank you, guys. Man, we didn't even talk about Drake, man. Yeah, we didn't talk about Drake. Oh, <laughs> all right. Um, my bad. All right. On the last topic, let's talk about Drake. First of all, how do y'all feel about him hiding his baby for two years? He shouldn't have done that. Man, I ain't gonna lie. I, I don't see it's a problem. I don't see a problem with that, man. Because every day you think about it, everybody want to run into Drake's life and see what Drake got going on. Just because Drake is one of the biggest artists in the world. If he want to do that, that's his business. As long as he's taking care of his son. And then again, he didn't know if it was his or not. So I don't see the problem with it. That's true. I mean, yeah, I don't care one way or the other. Uh, me personally, I wouldn't have like, I wouldn't have done it. Just speaking on me. Not to say I'll just put my baby in the light. Everybody look at my baby. But as far as to have to hide him, I wouldn't have done that. Like, if you just saw me out with my son, you saw me out with my son. And if you didn't, you didn't. Oh, well. But I wouldn't be like, only oh, come out after 9 o'clock on some shit. Like, we ain't doing that. I don't feel like he was hiding the baby. He just didn't want nobody to know. Because it's a lot who? of people right now. It's a lot of people right now. Like Drake is more so worried about what the people be saying. Like even though he don't. Like I just, I don't know, man. That's that's a tough situation. I don't feel like it was a bad. I don't feel like it was a bad idea or what he did. Yeah. I think if, if anything, it's more so because of his baby mama, knowing that he had got like a, a, a ex porn star pregnant, when a lot of other people were smashing her too and you were the one who slipped up and got a pregnant, it's more of a, like a kind of embarrassing thing, more so than the kid. I don't think it's the kid. I think it's more so who he got pregnant. Because if it would have been like he got his girlfriend, a lone girlfriend or a wife or something like that pregnant, he wouldn't have been hiding a child like that. Or it wouldn't have been a second thought. But because of who it was, I think that's why he did it. Yeah. And there was also a discussion about like, so obviously Drake, obviously Drake is mixed with like black and white, but you know he's been I guess taking into obviously he's been doing hip hop, so he's been I guess kind of embraced into the hip hop culture, but to turn up and because of that like we see him as black even though he's biracial. However, his son is. Or physically, he looks well. He look he looks white, even though he's like one forty. So basically, he has a white son. Um, and I think, in my personal opinion, that's why he chose to kind of like hit the child for two years. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that he's kind of accepted his child. And after this long time has passed, he's finally accepted his child. But I think the fact that you know he's seen as black and he made a white baby, and I think those kind of two doesn't correlate. And so I think. That was one of like the main reason why he decided to hit his child. The baby looked like his mama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really does. But at the end of the day, man, Drake is for the people. Yeah. And his house is immaculate. Yeah, Drake Drake speak to your soul, man. He got a lyric for every way, every kind of way you feel it, man. Yeah, he Oh yeah, he been hurt. Yeah, he's a... I don't feel like he been hurt that much, man. He just he just know what to say at the right times, man. Wait, do he write his own lyrics? Yeah, yeah, of course. 
I think it's a bit of I, I think it's a bit of both. I think that everybody probably has somebody helping them write lyrics. Like he probably has a okay, template, I, but then they probably just like cleaning up a little bit. Yeah, they probably tell him like, "Hey, no, nah, I don't think you should put that right there. You can move it around. Like say this, that, no. Yeah, yeah. Everybody got their own inputs on your music. Mm-hmm. Like it's what helps them become a better artist. Yeah. I feel like you, you should listen to other people when it comes to uh, music ideas because you never know, man. Some of these number one hits be coming from people you don't don't even know, that's, but they just got somebody to record the song that they actually like. Lil Yachty wrote the CD Girls song they got famous off of. Factual. But he wasn't even all in their face. Like, like People didn't even know that he wrote it until like a year after it came out. People was like, dang, he actually made this song? You know, but then at the same time, he didn't try to even go out and just tell everybody, hey, it's my song. He just let them have their shine. Yeah, like when Future did Drunk in Love, everybody still loved that song to death. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's more so the people. Um, some people just not finna, like, do all that. They just finna let the, the music speak for itself. And if you know, you know. And if not, hey, well, you don't. Yeah, man, right now, Drake's still my favorite artist, so I would not tolerate any bad talk trying to talk about <laughs> so who would be the top three rappers like in this moment in time that's Lyricist, hard, man. L- lyrically or like who just don't get the environment lit because that's two different discussions so two different questions I think well we were kind of running out of time but I'm just saying like in general I just want to have like a general like like a general like what what three artists in the hip hop game are successful so obviously you have drake uh in no particular order for me uh drake j cole kendrick that's why i said i'm gonna gonna have to i'm gonna have to say drake lil wayne and cole even though people say lil wayne fell off man you gotta just really just listen to him but he was in like the um from two I want to say, like, when I was in middle school, he was popping until... Uh, he was popping when he was in high school, yeah. somewhat college. Until 2010, right? Well, I don't know, 24... From, like, 2005 to 2014, in that, like, decade span, I feel like he did his thing. I still bump sorry for the wait. Yeah, for real. Then no ceilings, too. Yeah, no ceilings, man. All right. Is there anything you guys want to discuss before we wrap up? Man, nah, that's it, man. I appreciate you for letting us be special guests today. Yeah, man, this is cool. We got to do it again. Of course. Um, all right. Thank you so much for this. Be on episode number two. Um, yes, I enjoyed this discussion, and it will be out tomorrow. All right, man. Y'all be safe. Don't all touch right, man, nobody. It's D-Matics, y'all. I'm checking out. <laughs> All right. Hit two. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>